Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is indeed the VSIN Bet Center. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner Holden Kushner is along via Denver, Colorado on this 27th day of March, the final day of the NCAA tournament before we have a final four and head to New Orleans. Holden, great to be with you again. Happy Sunday, my friend. The Cinderella of this year's tournament is absolutely the peacocks of St. Peter's, but it looks like all that uh, storyline is coming to an end here as they have reached the first half of this great or of this elite eight matchup between North Carolina and St. Peter's. And it has been all North Carolina right now, 38 to 19 at the break. Your number in the live market is Carolina minus 19 and a half. This game was uh, eight and a half at the close. Carolina opened as an eight point favorite. They took a little money. It went to eight and a half. The total opened at 137 and some over took the money. It closed at 139. Currently, we're on an under pace as the live total has dipped down to 129 and a half. But it looks like the storybook ending for the 15 seed St. Peter's Peacocks may be coming to an end. 20 minutes left of basketball for this story that has really taken over March Madness. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving on from that, my friend. But what do you mean it's taking over March Madness? Kansas, baby. Come on. Yeah, yeah. This is all about Kansas. No, in all seriousness, um, this this has been a fun run for the Peacocks. I mean, what they did against Kentucky to me was really mind-blowing. But North Carolina is just the better team. They're the hotter team. And it would take, what, the most incredible comeback in the history of college basketball for them to get there? 
I don't want to get ahead of myself too much, but think about this final four, Brady. You're talking about the blue bloods and the new blue blood. We'll have Kansas. We'll have Duke, likely North Carolina, Villanova, the most dominant program in the last, what, you know, seven, eight years. This is setting up to be some type of classic. And as far as St. Peter's goes, yeah, it, it, it was great. Nice run, Peacock. Baycott's out there today, eight points, 15 rebounds. That was the big issue. Could they hang with North Carolina's size? The answer is no. Well, I tell you what, Holden, you mentioned your uh, Kansas Jayhawks. That's what it's going to take for St. Peter's to come back in this game. That second half that Kansas put on today against the Miami Hurricanes was maybe the best half of basketball we've seen them play all tournament, if not all season. They tripled up the Miami Hurricanes as far as scoring in the second half. Outscored them 47-15 to in the second half. And the Jayhawks, the only number one seed to get into the Final Four, they win that one seven. 76 to 50. They were trailing by six points at the intermission. Just an incredible second half by the Jayhawks. They really did everything right in the last 20 minutes of that game. Yeah, it was miserable. I mean, it's a good thing I wasn't on the the air then, Brady. I'm, actually, I probably would have told Goulet, don't even worry about it because there'd be too. <laughs> we get kicked off the air. Uh, too many bad words would be thrown around. That first half was absolutely miserable. I mean, I'd seen this so many times in my 30 years since I started at Kansas. As a freshman back then, you'd see it so many times, mid-majors coming in here. And and, and now, better than a mid-major, a Miami team, which <laughs> absolutely amazing run they had. Defensively, um, they just needed more. It was as simple as that. They didn't have it. And Kansas is a team that could beat you either way you want to play. You want to play slow, grind it down, beat the hell out of you? We'll do that. If you want to play up-tempo, go ahead and do that, too. So, this is a very versatile Kansas team. I think the big question right now is who have they really beaten? They, they don't have a signature, signature win to this point in the tournament, but that game against Villanova is going to be something else. And I'm going to tell you, I already hit the under on it, my friend. Villanova is going to slow this thing down, make it ugly. Bill Self, I don't even think he tries to run here. I think it's going to be physical. I think these two teams are going to beat each other up a whole bunch. I don't like the side right now uh, as we sit here right after the last game ended. But Brady, going in the under in this one, I like it. All right. Well, I want to ask you about that. And we did see the Kansas game go under the total today in their contest with Miami. Kansas closed as five-point favorites. Total was pretty high, and both of those teams certainly can score the basketball, but not the case for Miami. If you had the over in that game, you blame the Hurricanes in the second half when they were only able to muster 15 points. The total closed at 145. Again, 76-50 to 50 your final. So the favorite and the under cash there. Now, you mentioned the Final Four matchup with the Villanova Wildcats. Kansas, I was a little surprised by the number, opened up as a four-point favorite. I thought it might be a little shorter than that. Now, you said you played the under. I saw the number at 132 for an opener. Yeah, I got it at 133 and a half. Oh, good. So I don't know good if money you. was coming in. You jumped on it yeah, quickly I don't know if, then. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the, the, the first thing that I thought of was these two teams are just going to slug it out. Villanova is so good. Listen, we talk about the Blue Bloods. Duke, North Carolina, Kansas is all fine. These guys are nine and zero in March. They're what now? Twenty and three since 2016 in the tournament. Think about that for a second. Twenty and three since 2016 in the tournament. Um, they're just spectacular. They've won 14 of 15, and it seems like they were the team that a lot of people forgot about. I'm very scared as a Kansas fan, to, to be honest with you. These, these guys are just so physical. They're so good. Gillespie's been there longer than Perry Ellis. And Mitch Lightfoot combined over at Kansas. 
uh, Jermaine Samuels, Caleb Daniels, these are guys that have been through it before. This to me, I mean, North Carolina Duke will just be by far and away the headline. Any other year, Kansas Villanova would be the main game, but this thing's going to get overshadowed. Think about what's going to happen. And and listen, Brady, I want to go down to the final four right now. Had I bought tickets online, you know, or scalped them or something uh, two days ago, I'd have been fine. Now that Coach K is going to be in the final four, I, <laughs> I don't think there's a way of getting in the door unless I sell my car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, that'll be a massive story. Like you say, Coach K and not only Coach K in the final four, but taking on North Carolina. I mean, what a what a script has been written there for CBS and the NCAA. You couldn't ask for a better matchup there. And then, like you say, certainly not uh, playing second fiddle with Kansas and Villanova. I mean, you know, we, we have all this build up and the prognostication. And what do we end up with for the most storied programs in college basketball currently? Duke, North Carolina, likely Carolina will uh, take care of business with St. Peter's as they lead this one at the half, 38 to 19, 20 minutes more of basketball to play there, and then Villanova and KU. So quite a uh, storied program, Final Four, if you will, happening in New Orleans next weekend. Uh, Holden, you, you mentioned you went to the under. You expect a little bit of a rock fight between Villanova and Kansas. From what you've seen this past weekend out of the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, what did you learn? if anything new going forward with your handicap of the final four, the final four teams still dancing. Yeah. Well, I think we have to go back and probably really dissect those Duke, North Carolina games during regular season. And don't forget the, the whole thing that I think spurned this for Duke was that loss that just awful loss to North Carolina. You remember that, right? Of and course. And, and and, I, it just feels like there's going to be revenge and Duke's going to get it this time. Right? Yeah. I mean, it might feel that way. The players still got to go out there and do this, and it's going to be so amazing. I am so excited about that one, too. Like, this has a chance to be a historic Final Four. And if I'm correct, North Carolina and Duke have never met in the Final Four. Correct. So yes. now you, you throw Coach K's finale in there with the, one of the, if not the greatest rivalry in American sports, and then you throw in the fact the last time these two teams played, that is going to be spectacular. The only thing I wonder is maybe if these two teams just spend everything they have in that game, but that's getting way ahead of myself. The other thing I want to bring up with Nova real quick was Justin Moore with the Achilles. Yes, I mean, this guy scored deal. 15 points per game. Yeah, it is a big deal. And it's not just a big deal offensively. It's a big deal defensively. But again, you know, even, even though Kansas looked great offensively in the second half, I think Villanova has some things that could slow him down. And that's going to be a slugfest. And that UNC Duke game, I mean, what do they what do they set the line at? Seriously, in a game like this, what do you set the line at? And I'm with you. I think Villanova should have been two and a half point dogs, not four point dogs, which is where we're seeing them. Four, three and a half, four. I think that was two and a half. But if I look at Duke and North Carolina, how do you even set a line here? These are two teams that just hate each other. They've seen each other so many times. They play each other at least three times a year, it seems like. You tell me, what are they opening that line at? Well, I believe that. Yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be higher. I, I believe the number when Carolina pulled the upset at Cameron Indoor uh, maybe a month ago or so, uh, I think that was near double digits as far as Duke being favored in that game. I would think maybe six, five and a half. Uh, I would probably guess that that'll be the number uh, if eventually that matchup comes to fruition. You know, Holden, 
myself included, a lot of people didn't really think Duke had the defense, that they were probably going to be a casualty either somewhere around the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. A lot of people didn't have them making the Final Four. What has changed for you with the Blue Devils to put them into this Final Four now taking place next weekend? Yeah, this is not going to make the analytics guys happy, but I really think it's all about confidence with these guys, right? Because North Carolina, you know, they got that win against Duke. There was a point in time this season when a lot of people, including myself, were worried that, well, not worried, but North Carolina wasn't getting into the tournament. Yeah, like, exactly. That's how, right? I mean, we that's were how, all down on the ACC. You got Miami, Carolina, and Duke all there yeah. until the bitter end. Yeah, no, no question. Obviously, Duke is just going nuts right now. Offensively, they're the best team in the nation. Uh, defensively, we'll see what they can do when they get a little bit more physical. It's going to be physical against North Carolina. That could be a game. Again, I'm waiting for, for this line to drop, and I apologize. There shouldn't be any St. Peter's fans watching right now. You should be watching your game. I am just kind of going, <laughs> unless it's the greatest comeback of all time. So, again, Duke, confidence, offensively, and they're just on a mission right now. So they should be the favorites to win it all. There are the other three teams that could take them down. I think all of them could. Interesting that you say they are the favorite. I mean, I, I kind of like the other side of the bracket better with Kansas and Villanova. I think they play better defense than than the other two in North Carolina and Duke. But you're right. They're riding so much momentum. We talked about the Coach K thing, and would that be a distraction? So far, it has not been a distraction at all. We'll see how much of that occurs down in New Orleans when they go at it next week to begin the final four. We'll come back more college basketball on tap, get you updated on golf. You got the WGC match play taking place down in Austin, Texas, just getting started here inside the VEASAN Bet Center. We'll be right back. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, or hot or cold coffee. And just like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sized sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simple OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. 
Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner here with you inside the VEASAN Bet Center. They are at halftime, the final game of the Elite Eight bracket situation in the NCAA tournament with the final four berth on the line. And it looks like the North Carolina Tar Heels so far cruising over the Peacocks of St. Peter's 38 to 19 for the entire game. The live line is North Carolina minus 19 and a half. Your total is at 129 and a half and Holden for the second half North Carolina is laying a half point with a total of 72 now this game has gotten out of hand obviously is there any wager you would dare risking for just a second half play so let me bring this all together first of all I was the drive through technician at the Wendy's in Arlington Heights Illinois for two years <laughs> okay so you know we brought it in I'm on the right I'm on the right path here um, I'll, I cannot I cannot put any more money on this game uh, had the Tar Heels minus four and a half, got the Tar Heels minus eight, got the Tar Heels team total over 73 and a half or maybe four and a half. So I got a lot going on here. Now, as far as that goes, I just don't see how the Peacocks hang with the Tar Heels. And it's not like Hubert's going to run his guys out of the game at what, the four minute mark or so. So if I got a lean here and I wonder where you're sitting, if I got a lean, I'll just keep back in North Carolina. There's no reason for me to go back there, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I, I could not get behind the Peahawks, uh, Peacocks. The side is not something I would mess with. I think, like I said, this game has kind of gotten out of control here, and I don't know really what the handicap is for the second half. The one thing I could say is maybe I would look to go over the total here, and now they are in action. You have to live bet this one. But, again, we've talked about this before, Holden. Trust the original line. The original total in this game at the close was 139. It is down 10 points lower than that. So I would maybe look to the over in the second half. And also, if North Carolina is going to take their foot off the gas a little bit, St. Peter's, they're going to start chucking threes. And if North Carolina, you know, takes their foot off the gas defensively, maybe the Peacocks can score some points. And that would kind of be my rationale why this might go over in the second half. Yeah, I don't want to pick up the phone and sit here and start doing reads or, or, or reading the lines, but do you have the North Carolina team total? Because I'd be interested in that one. My sense is it's probably in the neighborhood of 80, right? 88 and a half, maybe 81, 82, somewhere between 80 and 82 is what I would think that they set it at. And I just don't see St. Peter's slowing them down. Now, the only thing that we don't have going for us, if St. Peter's doesn't get back in this game some way, somehow, it's just going to slow down. You won't have the fouling at the end of the game. But right now, I, there's just no stop. They cannot stop North Carolina. North Carolina is too big, too athletic, and we're finally seeing the talent discrepancy. I know Purdue had a nice talent discrepancy, too, but it's just on another level right now with North Carolina. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's not like uh, North Carolina is that much more talented than Kentucky, Murray State, or Purdue, but mm -hmm. uh, it is certainly showing up and going the wrong way for the Peacocks today. We were talking about the Final Four matchup that is already established, that being Villanova taking on Kansas. Kansas opened up as a four-point favorite with a total of 132. Uh, pretty much across the board here in Las Vegas, Holden, it is down to three and a half. You and I thought it should be a little lower as well. Still here at Circus Sports, they are hanging a four. That is the lone four I am seeing in the Las Vegas market. Now, Justin Moore, we did just get word it came across that he is officially out now for this game, the Final Four matchup, with a torn Achilles. And you wonder if maybe that will send the line going the other way. But at the same time, Holden, you and I, I believe, both agree that the odds makers probably figured he was not going to play to begin with when they set this number. 
Oh, yeah, because I, I think this is like a one and a half for Kansas. And I, to be honest with you, I still think it should be closer to one and a half, maybe two and a half. But this is the huge decision. We were we were waiting for this to come down. And again, it was baked into the number. There's no question. So now what? Caleb Daniels is going to have to come off, uh, really step up and do even more than he's been doing. And, and he had a tremendous game against Houston. The good thing about college basketball, if you don't watch college basketball, the rotations are super tight. You know, they're not in, in an NBA game. You got 48 minutes. You want to see guys playing, you know, upper 30s. Guys play 38 to 40 minutes. Um, Jay Wright is another head coach that just doesn't go deep. And you look at the four teams that are left. I'm going to throw St. Peter's out for now. We can include him a little bit later on, and you can make fun of me, Brady, if if anything changes here. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, they are well over 300 in the amount of bench minutes that they play. And then Kansas is around the 250 mark, maybe 245, which again, they don't go too deep. So we're here in these tight rotations. The biggest impact this is going to have is that one of the leading scores is going to be out. He's tremendous defensively, but you're still, if you're betting player props in this game, I think Caleb Daniels is a guy you might want to look at to score some points again. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good call. And, and I don't think Villanova loses a whole lot with Daniels, you know, having to step in for Justin Moore. Mm -hmm. But I think where they really could feel it is the depth because you have one of the big studs that is now out of this lineup. He has a good replacement there. But after that, it starts to get a little thin. And let's say Villanova goes on to beat Kansas and advance to the championship game. Maybe that's where we really see the depth tested in that second contest if they get there. Yeah. Again, I, I just, these teams don't play a lot of depth, but now you're really thin. So Jay Wright plays maybe seven guys, six, seven guys. Right. I mean, is Arky Diakono's little brother going to come? I think he played two minutes in that last game. Is that what they're going to have to do? Are the starters like at a minimum going to have to play 38 minutes? And what happens if they get into foul trouble? But again, Jay Wright is such a great coach. And now that Krzyzewski's stepping down, I think he's going to be the best coach in college basketball. He's the guy that I would want coaching my team. He'll come up with a good game plan. It's going to be very stressful, very stressful, but I'm telling you now, the under is the way to go. North Carolina and St. Peter's now a 24 point game, 44 to 20. The Tar Heels come out of the halftime break and put six points to one on the board over St. Peter's in the early going here. About 16 minutes left in regulation and Carolina now ascends to a 23 and a half point favorite in the live market. Your total continues to come down 121 and a half now. This is really plummeting and it reminds me a little bit of that second half for the Miami. Miami Hurricanes Holden where they put up just 15 points in the second half they had 35 at halftime they ended up with 50 St. Peter's had 19 at the brink they only have 20 or they only have one point now in the first four minutes of the second half mm. if you're looking to bet the over in this second half or an in-game bet like that I mean the Peacocks they just cannot score no no there's just nothing I want in this game at this point Again, we're a live betting show, and I love live betting, and I've been live betting this tournament. I've actually had much more resources put into live betting than the pregame betting, but how do you trust anything? I mean, right now, what is the spread? Because we were at 19 and a half, and <laughs> I'm regretting telling you that I was done betting the game. This really could be like a 27 to 30 point victory for North Carolina.
Yeah, I think you're about right. 23 and a half is actually, and the total continues to come down now at 120 and a half. Yeah, this is just blowout city. So if you're bored, I think that's the worst thing to do is go spend some money and (laughs) bet some money because you're trying to stay interested in the game. Please don't do that. But Unless I was a horrible, if I practice horrible bankroll management, that's the only way I'd get in on this, Brady. I agree with you. Probably best to stay away at this point. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we did not get a great dramatic game uh, that we were kind of hoping for, and it appears that that storybook run for the Peacocks of St. Peter's is going to come to an end here shortly. Now under 16 minutes left to go in regulation. Carolina up 44-20. to 20. The World Golf, uh, World Golf Championship match play at Austin Country Club in Austin, Texas. Texas, the championship match, Scotty Scheffler now four up through 14 holes on Kevin Kistner, trying to close out Kevin Kistner, who won this championship in 2019. And Scotty Scheffler got all the way, I believe, to the final four last year, knocked out John Rahm. He did not end up winning, but looks like he is right back on his way to winning what will be the third win for Scotty Scheffler in the last seven weeks, Holden. He won the Phoenix Open on Super Bowl Sunday. A few weeks later, he won won the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Now for the third time in seven weeks, it looks like he is going to hoist the trophy again. And believe it or not, at 25 years old, this will make him the number one player in the world if he's able to hang on here and knock out Kevin Kistner. It's just, I mean, you've got John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy. All of a sudden, Scotty Scheffler is about to be the best golfer in the world. Uh, I know we're going to be talking about the Masters a little bit later on. I want to get your thoughts on Scheffler first. And is it too late to place a bet now? Because the, he's just going to go skyrocketing up the board, right? As far as the odds go, Scheffler. No, you're absolutely fire. right. And, and I had some people asking me on Twitter earlier. One guy found a 40 to 1 on Scotty. I said, yeah, absolutely. Because I have not seen him lower than 20 to 1 uh, as this is developed here, even before he was going on to win the WGC match play. We'll be back with some NBA talk on the other side, right here on the VEASAN Bet Center. is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner here with you inside the VSN Bet Center and 51 to 26 right now. The North Carolina Tar Heels just dominating the Peacocks of St. Peter's. It looks like Carolina will be headed to New Orleans to take on Duke in a semifinal matchup in the Final Four. Carolina now a 24 and a half point favorite in the live market. Your live total has creeped up a little bit since we were last on air. 124 and a half now. Your in-game total and Holden. Our friends at DraftKings have uh, officially declared this game a wrap, and they're giving it to North Carolina. They have set a number for your semifinal game there with the Duke Blue Devils and the Tar Heels of North Carolina coming up next Saturday in New Orleans, and they've made Duke a four-point favorite with a total of 150 and a half. I believe your guess was two and a half. My guess was about five and a half or six. It fell right in the middle there. As far as your opening number at DraftKings, Duke minus four, 150 and a half for your total. What do you think? Well, now I'm more interested in seeing which way the line goes. Because there's guys like me that think it should be closer to two and a half. There's guys like you that think it should be closer to five and a half. 
So which way is this line going to go, first of all? Second of all, it is a rivalry game. And I'm like I told you, I'm a much bigger live better than I am a pregame better. So I'm not going to be very, very fun on this one. But it's definitely going to be a situation where if I'm feeling the flow of the game and I could get North Carolina with more points, maybe a seven or an eight, or we get Duke as a dog at any point in time, maybe you hop on at that side. Now, the total is what's interesting to me. 150. That is remarkable. Um, now, you'd have to go back to the last two games, Brady, to go, or last three games, really, to go look at the head-to-head and where those things have ended up. But I say that thing is almost set perfectly because I was thinking high, high 140s. They placed this thing at 150. So you just got to ask yourself, you know, first of all, let's look at the referees. Let's see how this game is going to be called. That's very, very important. Uh, second of all, when we're ha- handicapping this game, you just got two great offensive teams. So the initial lean would be toward the over. But again, a lot of research has to go into this first. And I applaud DraftKings for doing the right thing. This thing's over. 51-28. What a joke. You know, Brady, it's been a whole, what, two hours since we had a 20-point game in the Elite Eight? It's a little disappointing, but at least it's going to pay off next week when we see the four best teams in the nation. Yeah, it's going to be thrilling in New Orleans with just uh, four Big, huge college basketball brand names Mm -hmm. in Kansas, Villanova, Duke, and North Carolina. And uh, I also want to note that Scotty Scheffler is now your number one golfer in the world as he wins the WGC match play, closes out Kevin Kistner four and three. In the consolation match, Corey Connors is two up on Dustin Johnson through 16 holes. So uh, congratulations there to Scotty Scheffler. Again, his third victory in seven weeks. And he will head down to a Augusta National, where he has a couple of top 20 finishes in his only two appearances. He will probably be 20 to 1 or even shorter to slip on the green jacket this year. Holden, let's take a look at the NBA, and you and I were talking about this. Obviously, college basketball first and foremost at the front of our minds right now, but a really good slate of action in the association today. The Minnesota Timberwolves at the Boston Celtics. The Celtics currently the three seed in the East. Minnesota is in the seven hole, the very first play-in round spot out West. Boston opened as a a six-and-a-half point favorite here with a total of 227. The Timberwolves took a a little bit of money here the Austin Celtics closed as six point favorites and the over got hit up to 230 and a half at the close and right now Boston out in front of the T-Wolves 34 to 28 your in-game total is continuing to rise here now at 232 and a half but Boston an eight and a half point favorite in the live market Minnesota's been playing really well as of late Holden and maybe I, I they they made there's only about eight games left in the season here I don't think they're going to get into the sixth seed They are most likely headed for the play-in round, but they've been dangerous here for a while. Brady, from your mouth to reality, because I am sweating out the Nuggets. I do not want the Nuggets in the sixth seed. I am here in Denver, as you can see the Broncos helmet over my shoulder. (laughs) And to tell you the truth, I'm really, really nervous. Minnesota and Detroit have a head, or Minnesota and Denver have a head-to-head game coming up later this week, too. And Minnesota's right on their tails. As a matter of fact, I think they're going to be right there with them, but uh, with a win over the Celtics. But yeah, the reason why this thing has gone over Minnesota, highest scoring offense in the NBA, over 115 points per game. They're shooting over 53% from the field. And then you look at what they've done on the road. 
Timberwolves road games, 27 and 10 to the over. Wow. So, yeah, I kind of buy into this. I understand why this number is so big, why the over was so popular, too. And even though Boston has this remarkable defense that they can feature, Minnesota has just been on fire. You got Tatum and Brown in Boston, too. So this is kind of playing out like I think a lot of people thought it was going to play out. 34 to 28 right now. Celtics out in front. Final seconds of the first quarter there in Boston. A great matchup in the Valley of the Sun. A possible NBA championship preview. The two current number one seeds in their respective conferences. The Philadelphia 76ers in Arizona to take on the Suns. And the Sixers out in front right now. 36 to 31. The Phoenix Suns closed as four and a half point favorites. Opened as five point favorites. So Philadelphia saw a little bit of money as did the under, which closed at 226 and a half. And right now they are absolutely on an over pace. Your in-game total holding 244 and a half. And the Suns remain a favorite. They're down by five points, 36-31, but they are a two and a half point favorite in the live market. Phoenix has won seven in a row. Philly has has won three in a row. These teams are both hot and atop their conferences looking for an NBA championship here in the next month or so. Yeah, a lot of good things happened in this game. First of all, Chris Paul just came back against Denver, had 17 and 15 assists. So he's back there, too. Uh, the, the Suns offense is just remarkable. Second in the league. They're also third in defense. But here was the big note that I found today. Phoenix scores the third most points per play in transition. Philly's defense, 25th in transition points allowed. So looking at that over, with the Phoenix team total, probably something uh, that would be beneficial looking at the game over as well. And the other thing I thought is interesting about this one, we just talked about the Celtics. Let me read this here. Celtics and Bucks within a half a game of the Sixers. The Sixers are tied with Miami for the top spot in the East. I mean, Brady, again, it's NCAA, it's March Madness, the Elite Eight. And even though we've got two blowouts, I still love it. But this slate in the NBA might be the best slate of the year with all the potential playoff teams facing each other, playing whether it be play-in game or for the top spot in each conference. Boy, the NBA fans probably going pretty ballistic today, too. This has been an amazing slate. No, you're absolutely right. And just about eight games left in the regular season. It is indeed crunch time in the NBA. And uh, boy, we've got some good ones here on the Sunday for NBA cards. And Golden State is at Washington and the Warriors. You know, I'm worried. You talk about your Denver Nuggets and being nervous about them. Boy, the Warriors, they've been playing what seems like below 500 basketball for just a while now. Now, Draymond Green has come back back into the fold for Golden State. They were laying seven points on the road at Washington today. Uh, This one took some money towards the under as well as it closed at 216 and a half. And the Warriors currently trailing the Washington Wizards 28-24. Washington not technically eliminated from the postseason yet, but they're doing everything they can to uh, eliminate themselves as they have lost eight out of their last 10 games. Golden State remains a favorite in the live market, minus three and a half. Your total continues to come down at 211 and a half right now. But Holden, I wonder what your opinion is of the Golden State Warriors. I really like this team chances early in the season, but I tell you, the last six weeks or so, they have not been that impressive. It looks like Phoenix is completely lapped this team and the Memphis Grizzlies look like a better squad right now as well. Yeah, they got to get Draymond back in the flow. Steph Curry's out once again. He has that foot issue. Um, so they're going to be relying a lot on guys like Jordan Poole, etc. It's not the most 
comfortable time. Jordan Poole, uh, Andrew Wiggins, players like that. And today, but they have the Wizards. That's the one thing. Wizards have lost four of five, right? Um, after a loss or after a win, they're 10 and 20. So I thought that was a really interesting stat. Not one I'm going to apply too much to the handicap in this game, but I did think it was pretty interesting. And yes, the Phoenix Suns are by far, I, I, should I say, yeah, by far, by far and away, I think they are the best team in the NBA, the best team in the West. You would hope that the Warriors get healthy in time, that Steph can come back and make an impact because this is a little bit disappointing if they don't make a run of the playoffs with Steph back here and Clay. But tonight they've got a matchup against a, a Wizards team, which is just awful, awful without Brad Beal, awful without Kuzma. I don't think Kuzma's playing tonight. Golden State's tremendous defense. I think this is going to be a game where Golden State should come out on top. They absolutely should, and a part of that great defense is Draymond Green, and he is just starting to get back into the fold, as you say. North Carolina still up on St. Peter's by 20 points, just 11 minutes left in the second half, 51-31. to 31. The Tar Heels with a 20-point advantage. They are 20-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market, your live total at 122-and-a-half. We've got another few NBA games tipping off at the top of the hour that we'll take a look at when we come back on the other side of the VEASAN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of the VSN Bet Center is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find North Carolina maintaining a 20 point advantage on the Peacocks of St. Peter's 53 to 33 under nine minutes left in regulation and Holden I don't think North Carolina is a threat to lose this game but they've gotten a little sloppy here in the last five minutes they came out of the break and really continued what they did in the first half and were putting it on the Peacocks early but now they're starting to miss free throws they've turned the ball over they don't necessarily want to limp into the final four on a bad note. Well, it's human nature, right? 
you take your your foot off the gas pedal. We're sitting here. I'm sitting here. I don't know how much you have. I'm like, hey, North Carolina, move on. They're in the final four. And don't tell me that they didn't think that too. You know, they're out there beating a uh, very inferior opponent physically. Uh, they get out. They get to the 20 point lead. And look, Baycott's missing field goal or free throws. They've just missed three straight free throws. They're walking the ball up the court. Uh, as somebody that has North Carolina minus eight, it would be nice for them to wake up a little bit. I know they're up 20, but this has just been a gross performance in the second half. It's almost like, all right, let's just win and get out of here and move on to the next round. So that's the first thing. And then you had, you just had a St. Peter's player walk up to a ref and get in his face and start talking to him. So St. Peter's is obviously frustrated. There's a timeout on the floor now. North Carolina, the better team. And then I went, I went back, Brady. I went back and looked at that Duke, North Carolina games. Those two games um, over, over one blasted over. The other one went over. It's at what? 150 was yeah, the total 150 and a half. Me? Uh-huh. That was the initial opener at DraftKings. Um, I do wonder if that thing goes up or down. I am fascinated to find out which way, because I've got to say, I think at least one of those teams has got to be in the eighties. The pace is going to be nuts. The talent all over the floor, coach K final game, you know, Duke's going to be out there hustling. The only thing you get kind of concerned of is would there be a slow start just because it's the final four, there's all these nerves. And you tell me if there's ever been a more hyped final four game than we're going to see here. Seriously. No, I mean, we've you- had Kentucky and Duke and, and UNLV teams that have gone undefeated and in there, but the whole time, this whole time, we've never had North Carolina and Duke in the final four coach K's last game. All these games could be the last game and it's Duke and North Carolina, the rivalry. You tell me more hype before a final four game than what we're going to see this week with Duke and North Carolina. I, I can't imagine there ever has been. No, it, it's going to be through the roof, the uh, hype for this game with everything surrounding it. Of course, the swan song for Krzyzewski and then, of course, the rival uh, not too far separated there between Durham and Chapel Hill. And like you said, one of the best rivalries in all of sports, and it uh, comes to fruition on the biggest stage in the Final Four at New Orleans. Uh, I would lean towards taking the under in that game, Holden. You mentioned that their prior two really? matchups have really uh, you know, screamed over the total. And I think that that becomes built into the line and your casual better is going to look at what happened in these first two matches uh, in the regular season and then kind of think that that's going to continue and it very well might. Um, But like I say, I would imagine that that number is a little bit inflated because of that. And, you know, this brings the casual better to the betting table in the final four and whatnot. So you might even get a better number. You might get this thing at 152 or 153 and a half or something like that uh, before they tip it off next Saturday. So I would probably be patient initially and see if you can get some uh, some action on the over in this game. And then I would look at taking the under. And you made a point as well. You know, if you have some nerves and there's a slow start, and that's certainly all in play, I believe. They talk about, you know, when you get into these big arenas, you know, the background of the basket is tougher to make shots and that type of thing. You know, the this, the uh, lines of sight uh, can affect the player's shots. So maybe a first half under is another way to look. I think that's all fascinating. Yeah. And, and again, we're on a live show. We're on a live betting show. So I love live betting these games. Uh, absolutely love it. And I'm just going to remind you, you know, don't get too caught up. If you're live betting that game, don't get too caught up in any game uh, to where you're sitting there betting while the two sides are still on the floor playing. Wait till that television timeout 
And I think the best thing that's happened so far is just wait till halftime. Wait till halftime. Look who the coaches are, who has the coaching advantage, which team you know has an advantage, which team is down, what kind of number I can get, team totals, uh, game total, spreads, all of it. Uh, so there's a lot of juiciness for this game live, especially, like you said, Brady, they get off to a slow start. That total comes down. That's not a that's not a total that I want to bet pregame. That's a total that I want to bet in game or completely pass on. Holden, let's switch over to the NBA. We talk about mm-hmm. a lot of great games on the Sunday card with playoff implications. You've got the Los Angeles Lakers at New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. This one will tip off in about 10 minutes from now. The New Orleans Pelicans opened up as three-point favorites with a total of 228. And this is a possible play-in round preview here with the Lakers currently in the ninth spot in the Western Conference standings. New Orleans Orleans currently holding down the 10th spot. And it hasn't been great for either team. The Lakers have dropped 7 of 10. New Orleans has lost 6 of its last 10. The money has come in a little bit on the Pelicans here. They're now up to 3.5 point favorites, and they're betting the over all the way up to 233.5. Did I, I read that uh, starting lineup for the Lakers off to you, right? I have yes. it on my phone. I didn't okay. know a couple of those guys. That, and that'll tell you Russell something. Westbrook. Yeah. You've heard of Russell Westbrook, LeBron James and Dwight Howard. Right. Okay. Reeves and Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. News exactly. to me. Yeah. So this is the lineup that they're rolling out there tonight. It's basically LeBron go score us 50 points and hope you can keep us in the game. You know, the Lakers have been really, really disappointing. We know that they've lost five of seven. And now we've got what nine games left for them. And they're ninth in the Western conference. They've got a lot of issues. Westbrook just never seemed to be able to meld in and and gel with this team. You've had a lot of injuries. LeBron has battled injuries. LeBron has taken so much onto his shoulders. He's like 80 years old. He's going to win the scoring title. This guy's just been remarkable. Now they're a half game above new Orleans game and a half ahead of the 11th place Spurs. It's not that the like the Lakers just have a layup here and that they're in the play-in game. They still have to go win these games, Brady. So they've got some issues. The Pelicans on a back end of a back-to-back, though. So that's going to be tough for the Pels tonight. Uh, neither team good defensively. Uh, Pelicans six and eighteen when Brandon Ingram sits. I have not gotten the news on Ingram yet. I am searching for it right now. If Ingram's out, then I lean Lakers. If not, just stay away. The Charlotte Hornets are in Brooklyn to take on the Nets, also a 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern start, and also another possible play-in round preview here with, again, roughly eight games left in the regular season. Both squads are off of a win and playing good basketball. They both won seven out of their last ten. Brooklyn currently in the eight-hole. Charlotte is ninth in the Eastern Conference standings. Nets a seven-point favorite. Your total up to 239, and Kyrie Irving going to make his debut you tonight Holden yeah that's huge and just back to that last game real quick Brandon Ingram is starting I'm totally off of that game back to Kyrie's debut finally right the Brooklyn Nets finally have a full-time player in Kyrie Irving and this is always the thing oh you don't want to play these guys in a one you don't want to play the Nets in a one and done situation I don't think you want to play the Nets period you know now you got what a week and a half almost yeah about a week and a half maybe two weeks to get Durant and Kyrie on the same page going forward every single game. That's a little scary proposition right there. Uh, Seth Curry is going to return. Dragic is going to return for Brooklyn as well. 
So they're getting reinforcements. They're getting so many reinforcements. Very, very scary if you're in the East right now, even if you're one of those top teams like the Celtics, like the Sixers, because if Irving and Durant get on a roll here, we know they could beat anybody. Uh, Hornets 500 team on the road. Brooklyn struggled at home at just 16 and 19. But I'll say this, this is not the Brooklyn team that we've seen this year. Now you've got Kyrie and Durant going full bore. This is a team to watch out for now down the stretch. Yeah, you just wonder if they can flip that switch and have that chemistry and get in that rhythm so quickly with so little time here before the playoffs. One more game here to take a look at that'll tip off here pretty quick, and this again is another playoff preview. They would be matched up together, the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks, if the season were to end today. This is probably the matchup that will come to fruition. And the Mavericks were laying two and a half here. They opened as two and a half point favorites, but the favorite has flipped. Now the Jazz laying a point on the road your total at 213 anyone you like on this one um i'll go against utah they have lost three in a row they do not look good right now mavericks lead the season series two to one so it is kind of important uh for these two games too could be a four or five matchup but dallas's defense is good enough jazz have lost five of six on the road i'm gonna go dallas in this one the Phoenix Suns falling to the 76ers right now. Under seven minutes left to go in the second quarter. 54-42, to 42, a 12-point advantage for the Sixers over the Phoenix Suns. Also, Carolina up by 19, 55-36 over St. Peter's. We'll be back with our number two in just a moment right here on the VEASAN Bet Center. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 